day, right? You might post your significant other, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, hey, big head. Hey, stranger, I missed you. You haven't hit me up in a long time. What's yes. happening? Oh, my God. I really messed up. I, I was... only talked to you one time. What you talking about? Right. I, oh my God, I, I really messed up us. We should be together. Um, I'm so mad I lost. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Conversations for the Culture, and I want to tell you one thing before we start. You won't break my soul. I knew you was going to do that. I really knew. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Come on, Borsha. You won't break my soul. Come on. You breaking you my, soul. my soul. First of all, when Beyonce, when when the songs of Beyonce are sung, you participate. You wasn't dancing. You wasn't singing. Okay, there we I, go. I did it. I did it before before we started recording. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I, mean, I needed to run it no, back. You have to because now we got to do it for this. It's anytime. Mother Beyonce's music goes forth. Just like Rihanna. Shout out to Rihanna. We want to see the baby. Anyways, it's your host. <laughs> the king of conversation. The podcast poppy, Micah Butler. And I am your host, Portia Harris. And this is Conversations for the Culture because black culture is pop culture. Black culture is pop culture. I love it. Um, I want to thank everybody for... Um, Really supporting last week's show. Friday's show was uh, last Friday's show uh, with Jay Trab. It was really dope. Uh, we talked a lot about music. There was a lot of controversial takes. Um, you know, certain people on the show last week were loud and wrong, Ooh. but that's okay. Ooh. But huh? <laughs> but that's but that's okay. Um, but yeah, make sure that you guys go back. Listen to that episode. Also go back and listen to uh, the episode that I did with Jamie Gilmore. If you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, I need y'all to check that out. Lastly, before I ask Portia how her week's been so far, um, lastly, what I need from y'all to do is right now, pull out your phones while you're listening to this, right? Because y'all don't be doing this. Y'all don't be doing this and we be trying. Pull out your phones, okay? And go ahead and leave a rating. Yes. Oh, come on, somebody. And leave a review. Oh, yes. I feel it in my shana now. All right. Now that you've done that, I thank you. And we can continue the show, okay? Okay, Portia, how are yes. you? How's your week been? You know, um, first of all, first of all, happy belated Juneteenth, everyone. I just yes. had to put that out there. Um but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I finally have a little bit of time off from work, you know. Um, we love to see cause it. Because the girl be tired. We love to see it. We love to see it. Um, just getting ready for my trip, man. Your girl is going to Arizona. Um, when is that? At the beginning of July for the for the 4th. Um, when you going to do that? 
before your birthday. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> he said, hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. I would definitely be back. Um, I'm coming back on the 5th. So uh, who's in Arizona? My cousin. So I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna be a little cousin trip, little family, a family gathering, if you will. Okay, okay. Um, so it's gonna be real cute. A real. It's gonna be a real little cute kiki. You know, we're gonna be celebrating with the family. It's gonna be over Fourth of July weekend. We don't really care about Fourth of July weekend, but you know, Juneteenth reloaded. It's Juneteenth part two. Part two. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, how's your week, Micah? How you been doing? Man, so Juneteenth, I did absolutely nothing. Shocking, I know, right? Um, that, but that's your right, though. You got that's right my right. To. I have the freedom to do so, yes. Um, Period. But it was just like I went so hard the past two Juneteenths. You know, we're supporting Ashley Munson, our friend Ashley Munson, and her marches supporting different um events throughout the city and this year i just wasn't feeling it um and i'm okay i guess but it's been tough this way uh so everybody knows i'm a full-time entrepreneur but like s-h-i-t has been rough lately (laughs) yes i spelt it and um yeah it's frustrating so i'm actually in the process now like going to get like a job on the side just because the recession, you know, it's not here yet, but it's it's looming, inflation, everything. So I'm like, you know, while business isn't doing what it's supposed to be doing, um, I got to do what I got to do, right? And then it's like, you know, as you come up on birthdays, you start reflecting and all of this. I'm like, dang, I'm getting older and I feel like I haven't accomplished everything yet, you know? Um, and Absolutely. I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, there's so much more that I got to do. I'm going to be super old. I'm going to be 60 soon. And then what? Boy! I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating, but literally, time flies. We're already about to be in July, right? That's crazy. We're, we're already about to be in July. So it's just like, it's frustrating. And I'm like, man, I feel like my businesses should be kicked off by now. I'm like, oh, um, even stuff like with the podcast. I'm like, the podcast isn't big yet. We're not. And then like, I don't know. It's so much. It's so much. It's been a stressful week. I've been in my head. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. So I, I, I texted my therapist. I'm like, yo, we need to talk like this week. Cause <sighs> period. That's how it be. As long as you are prioritizing your mental, that's all that matters because yeah. what normalized therapy, normalized, normalized therapy, mental health, normalized black mental health, black male mental health, black yeah. woman mental health, all of that, all those things, all those things. Um, Let the church say amen. 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 But outside um, of that, you know, I'm pushing through, you know, life is life. Um, speaking of life, <laughs> there's a lot of people on the internet coming for Chloe Bailey's life. Okay. So let's just play this little clip real quick. Right. Of um, Chloe and Hallie uh, last weekend during the um, Something's in the Water festival. All right. Okay. He better not what? He better not break your heart. He better not fuck up. He better not cheat. He better not be with other bitches and then come home to me, 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 me. Ain't acting right. Key your car, crash the lights. Hit your head, I'm not the one. Then I'll hunt down your family. Who's it? 
heard um their performance and you know chloe was lit she was like she performed that thing right she did a thing um my question of the week though is why does everyone hate chloe whether it's the shade room comments whether it's youtube comments whether it's um neighborhood talk hollywood unlock any of the blogs right anytime there's anything about chloe bailey it's always negative. It's she's trying too hard. She's doing too much. She thinks she's Beyonce. Who does she think she is? She's over-sexualizing herself. Why doesn't she just tone it down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? She's not that good. Her sister was the one who, um, you know, her sister is the one who carried the group like Talk to me. And oh, maybe dang. I'm not getting in it because it's usually women, you know, no mm -hmm. Sade. It's usually women who are doing it. So what am I missing? I need a woman's perspective. Why do people hate Chloe Bailey? First of all, before I get into this topic, top, topic, topic, I just want to um, say y'all go string surprised by Chloe because that is a bop. Have it you seen the a, video? Shout, shout out, Broderick. Shout out, shout, shout out, shout out to him. Um, listen, 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 listen. I will go on record saying that that is Chloe's best single that she has released okay. to date. That She's is released fantastic. What, She's released three so far. Um, the first one have was mercy. Um, "Have Mercy," then the second one was "Treat Me." Um, I didn't like really like. I didn't like that one too much, and now yeah. surprise. Okay. This is the best one. I'm like whatever, 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 whatever bag you were in, Chloe, right here. Stay in it. Stay in it. That that's what it is. Now, um, I feel like people don't like Chloe because she is over the top. And I will agree she is over the top, but for the longest time, I didn't, it just came to me and I realized why she is over the top. And it's because she is authentically living in her passion. Mm. And I feel like a lot of people do not, are not, cannot, will not, myself included, authentically are living in their passion. So this, like, she even went on live. She was like, I, she was like, I was being a little extra, y'all. I didn't even realize, like, I, I don't know what come came over me. This woman literally gets on stage and she performs. This is what she does. She, fierce. yeah, she turns into a different person. Now, some people might say that's a bad thing. Some people might say that's a great thing, but whatever she does, she leaves it all on that stage, whatever she does, or she leaves it all on in the music video. She, whatever she does, she leaves it. She gives 510%. Mm. So you can't be mad at the woman mm -mm. for living out her dreams, her passions, 
the things that she enjoys to do. This is what she enjoys to do. She loves music. She loves performing. So no, y'all. I mean, cut it, cut it some. I know, I know. Sometimes you could be like Chloe, child, relax. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, listen. Don't relax. Don't pick, don't take your foot off the gas. Why should you turn yourself? Why should you tone yourself down mm -hmm. for just because people say you too much? You know, I agree with everything you just said for the most part. I know. Um, no. <laughs> I feel like people who tell you you're doing too much, you're doing too much, you're doing too much. They're not doing enough or they're not doing anything at all. It's always the people who give the bare minimum who have the maximum amount to say. Facts. And that's what bothers me. Right. That's what bothers me. Like they get on the Internet and they just say whatever they want behind their keyboards, behind their Twitter fingers, like this punk he, mm, amen. <laughs> All right, so they get behind. I was about to tell you about this exchange I had on Twitter the other day, and then this loser he blocked me because um I, I pulled receipts that he stole somebody else's tweet and then tried to pass it off as his own. Loser, loser. But, oh, um, oh dear. Huh? That's the sound bite. That's the sound bite right there. That's definitely a sound bite. Um, I'm definitely gonna make that into a reel. But no, um, <laughs> that's how I really feel. But anyways, yeah, I feel like it's always people um, who aren't doing anything who's like, oh, you're doing too much. Oh, you're trying to be like this person. You're trying to be like that person. No, I think she's trying to be herself. That's simply, she's simply being. Um, and I feel like we do this weird thing where we try to gatekeep the careers of people, especially when they start mm -hmm. off as children. Like, Right. People grow up. I'm not the same person I was when I was 14. I'm not the same person that I was when I was 25. You feel me? Like people, people grow up and then that, that should reflect in their art. So we got to stop putting limitations on people. I was watching this video where Kanye, like it was off the wall, but Kanye was talking about how we're conditioned at an early age to behave properly, quote unquote, what behave properly. Um, we're conditioned at an early age. So like, don't jump up on the table. Don't jump up on the coffee table. He said, right. He says, when I'm two years old, I'm trying to be a superhero. If I'm two years old, I'm trying to be on the top of the world, make believe imagination, all of those things. I don't give a damn about coffee or a table. <laughs> and what he said though, was he said, that really puts, so at an early age, adults who've lost their passion, adults who've lost the ability to, the, to dream, adults who have no imagination anymore, right? What they do is they try to push you inside of these boxes. And then you become seven, you become 12, you become 18, 21, whoop, whoop, whoop. And then you wake up one day and you're 40 years old and you haven't accomplished what you want to accomplish because you've always put limitations on yourself. You've always been boxed in. You've always been told, oh, I can't do that because that's not acceptable. I can't do that because nobody else is doing that. I can't do this because it's frowned upon. And then the only thing mm. that you can do is get on the internet and criticize other people who are living in their truth, living in, in, in their purpose, living without boxes. And 
I think that's what we see. 100%. Also, I used to watch um, the covers that Chloe and Hallie used to make on mm -hmm. YouTube. She was the exact same at 10 as she is now at 25. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, let us know, y'all. Let us know. Uh, you know, let me know in the comments. Uh, let me know. You know, you could DM us at Combos FTC on Instagram. Let us know why do people hate Chloe? And we might just read your messages uh, next week. Anyways, we're going to take a break because we got to pay the bills. You are listening to Conversations for the Culture. We'll be we right back, y'all. What's up, Culture Hollis? It's your girl, Portia, and we're going to get right back into some news for you. But while I have you here, I need you to leave a comment and a rate on any of the listening platforms that you're listening on because that helps us in the algorithm. And when you help us in the algorithm, that makes us even more popping than we already are. I mean, we don't need help, but okay, maybe we do need a little bit of help. But like I said, leave a rate, leave a comment, and let's get back to the show. What's Okay, well, not everybody can be a material girl, I guess. So what you just yeah. heard was um, Saucy Santana um, at one of the Pride Festivals. I think it was in Texas, I believe. But he was yeah. at one of the he was performing at one of the Pride Festivals in Texas. And he pretty much flat out said that women would be nothing, nowhere, nada zilch without the gays he did not say that like even in the clip we just played he did not say that so you got it we, we're gonna have this conversation for real no he didn't we just listened to the clip he did not say that in the clip so if you want to, if we want to if we're gonna really have this conversation then we have to go off of what was actually said and not what you read into or what i read into okay is that fair? <laughs> that is fair. It's fair. It's okay. fair. What are your thoughts, Micah? No, you go first because I want to hear why you just changed this narrative, like the narrative of what was said. I personally feel like, yes, there are a ton of gay male. Well, okay. First of all, before before I get into the why, I'm gonna get into the reason why I feel the way I feel and why a lot of women are upset because why is everybody always attacking black women? Here's the thing. Everyone always has something to say about black women. We always need this or we always do this or somebody always needs us to do something or we wouldn't be nothing without these people. Hold on. Hold on. I got to reset this router because it keeps giving me this. So you're going to 
you're gonna read that part because it was good. But I want this to actually be heard. Hello. Hello. Okay, hopefully this works. Damn, what the fuck? It's always something, I swear. My internet be working all freaking week. And then the time they to record it be one of the be a bitch. All right, let's go. Okay. So here's my reasoning. Here's my take on mm-hmm. why I'm upset or why I feel like a few women are upset with Santana's ideologies. Okay. So the first thing is, why is everybody always attacking black women? That's mm-hmm. that's just what I want to figure out. Why 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 are we in it? Why why do we in it when we don't when we don't have to be? When, when we don't have to be. You didn't have to bring us up. You didn't have to say anything like that. Why? We are constantly, Black women are constantly being told that we can't do this or we can't do that or we're nothing without this or we need people to do this for us or do that for us. Why? So the fact that you can sit here as still... Even though you are a gay man, you still you still identify. I'm pretty I'm pretty positive. If I'm wrong, someone please correct me. You identify as a man, and you're gonna stand up here and say, mm-hmm. "Oh, women, you need to get your hair done by the gays. You 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 have to come to the gays because your hair isn't gonna be right. You can't you can't come, or you have to come to the gays to get your makeup done because it's not mm-hmm. gonna be right. You have to come." Dress by the gays because it's not going to be right. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, well you want a stylist, you come to the gays. You want your mm-hmm. makeup done, you come to the gays. You want your okay. hair done, you come to the gays. But what That's I'm saying, what we got to go off of what was actually said. Okay. That is that was what he actually he never said. said it's not going to be right. He said and, you come. So he's speaking from his experience. Remember, see, this is the thing. And the people it's do. Nuanced. He prior to him becoming a rapper, I don't know why I just put that into quotes. Oops, um, I don't like saucy. Okay, prior to him becoming a rapper, he was a hairstylist, and he probably experienced this exact same thing. But keep 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 banging. I'm I'm enjoying. This. And I and I'm not saying that he's wrong because we do go to we do have there are plenty of people that have gay men as hairstylists, makeup artists, so on and so forth. But that does not mean that there aren't talented, amazingly talented hairstylists, makeup artists that are black women mm-hmm. or fa- or stylists that are black women. And then he's going to go and say that he that gay men are the blueprint. Listen, listen. I love, I love, I love my gay men, okay? But y'all not the blueprint. You can't be a blueprint when there's already a blueprint because if you model yourself as a feminine male, which there's nothing wrong with being a feminine male, Mm -hmm. you can't say that you're the blueprint because there's already something out there. It's called woman. So I, would you say, but is, but it feminine, is. 
it's feminine and masculine energy um subscribe just to male and female or do those quote unquote um traits and energies can they be um what's the word embodied by either sex cuz then we have a conversation about what is feminine energy what is masculine energy just a question i mean i feel like cuz remember we have girls who grow up as tom quote unquote tomboys boys yeah and they have more masculine energy i think yes. it's just i don't know mm. i don't i don't think i don't think there's anything wrong with someone like i said before i don't think there's anything wrong with anyone having feminine or masculine energy but mm-hmm. you can't stand here or here. How about this? You can't stand here and say, I or gay men do it better than women. When essentially women have been doing it our whole entire lives. This is right. what, contrary to what you believe in misogyny or whatever, or gender roles or the patriarchy. We have been raised. We have been well, taught. with the we, patriarchy. <laughs> we have been raised. We have been taught. We have been brought up to, whether we like it or not, possess this type or some sort of type of feminine energy, mm-hmm. whether a woman wants to have that or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my take. That's my take. I don't okay. really necessarily have... A problem with saucy, but slowly roll, sis. Slow, just just a little bit, just a little bit. That was um, and just a little bit. I don't know if you can call him sis, sir. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Coming for you, okay? All right. So my idea, my thoughts on Saucy Santana. So there's a lot to unpack here. One, I don't care for him. So that's one thing. All right. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say that. I'm just gonna throw that out there in the in the metaverse. Okay. Um, however, we have to there we gotta break down a couple of things because when a Beyonce gets on stage before run the world, run run the who who run the world, girls, before she does that, she talks a lot of S H I T. I think if you if I spell it, I don't have to put the explicit uh, sticker on this podcast, okay? So she talks a lot of S-H-I-T. Am I Ryan? Am I Ryan? Am I lying? No. And she talks about S-H-I-T, about niggas, right? About woo-woo-woo. As she should. It's an empowerment time. That's um, Beyonce believes in the empowerment of women, right? And that's what she's exactly. thinking about. This was a gay pride event where he was speaking to a Hella gay men. It wasn't for you. Just okay. Stay with me. That's stay fair. That's in fair. Speaking to the gay men, but there's there's layers to this. So stick with me. In him. So now here's speaking to gay men who a lot of not I'm not a lot of times they are in the fashion industries and the beauty and makeup industries and all of this in the church, etc., etc., etc. And what what a lot if you look at some of your faves. You know, when we're talking about the red carpet, we're talking about all of this designers, stylists. Guess who's usually the people behind these looks that everybody loves and praises? The Zendayas for the um, 
uh, um, 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 Lily Reinhardt's for the this person, that person. We could just go down the list, right? It's usually gay men, right? Yeah. A lot of times it's gay men. But a lot of times the gay men don't get the recognition, right? A lot of times they don't get the recognition for any of the work that they do behind the scenes, whatever, whatever, even in the forefront. Why? Because our country as a whole doesn't accept it. That is what it is, right? I agree hold on, hold on. slightly I, okay, disagree go. at the same time. Oh, what do just, you disagree just, with? What do you just disagree with? That they don't get the recognition. They don't. Because I can, I can, uh, I can name more ma- gay male hair, like hair people, makeup people, before I can actually name black women. Now I can name a few black women that have makeup companies, but not like famous makeup artists. Mm, I don't agree with you, but um, this is my thing though. Even with you knowing the recognition, right? You saying that whatever, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, from a lot of these perspective, his perspective is like we do all of this, but y'all don't rock with us. You only rock with us for what we can do, but not for who we are. Because then in the next, the same people who's getting their hair done, makeup done, whoop, 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 will say, if my son was gay, I would kick him out the house. Hello? So it's, oh, I rock with you because for what you do, but not for who you are. Um. So... That's so, fair, and so that's, a very, that's out, a very valid point. When you know when these hoes, I don't agree with him calling y'all hoes. Need their hair done, they call the gays. When them hoes need a stylist, they call them gays. When them hoes need they face done, they call the gays. You know he said that, and I was like, mm, true. The part that I didn't agree with was the whole blueprint part, because everybody knows that. Black women are the blueprint. However, I don't know. It's it's so much. And Saucy Tencent, Saucy is a very polarizing figure, a very polarizing person, right? Um, the other day when uh, Beyonce put out Break My Soul, he was tweeting like about Dawn Richard because she, she's done the same type of music, right? He tweeted mm-hmm. Azalea Banks' song that was kind of the same. Like he's trying to... I felt he was throwing pop shots at Beyonce, which what did she do to you? Did she not show you? Did she snub you when she's mad? Like, I don't know. What did she do to you? Because you better be careful. It, you it, don't want to end up like Carrie Hilson out here. Hello? But <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't necessarily agree with what he said at that end, but at the same time, pride is for gays to come and assemble where they're not going to be judged, when they're not going to be uh, um, 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 not crucified, um, scrutinized, right? Uh, where they can go and be their 1000% true authentic selves and not worry about all of the BS because when they get back into the real world, the everyday life, people literally, many people in the community feel like they use them for what they can do and don't see them otherwise. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I can see your I can see your point without fully agreeing. You don't have to fully agree. I know. 
I know. That's what I'm saying. But I can still. I'm I not even disagreeing with you. I don't know what you're talking about without fully agreeing. I'm simply. Well, I know we're not like disagreeing, disagreeing, but there yeah. was like parts that we did disagree on. But you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like she's trying to pick a fight on the show today. <laughs> the hell? You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> Golly. See, that's what's wrong with black women. Oh, he tried it. Y'all poke, poke and pride. I'm sitting here and telling them the blueprint. Like, I don't understand. What you mean you don't understand? Oh, my goodness. Okay. I need you to what? rest in your femininity, okay? Heard. Oh, so I should be quiet now? <laughs> should I be quiet? No, I should just be seen right now and not <laughs> heard. This next part, what were you about to say? Because you was about to try to kick some stuff at me. I don't even remember now. All right, we're resting in our femininity. I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was scrolling the other day, right, and I saw this tweet by uh, Waka Flocka. Flocka. Yes. And he says, Brick Squad. <laughs> he said that. He said, Am I wrong for a hide? Okay, so, and I want the people listening, right? I want our culture holics to let us know, okay? So during this segment, I want to hear from y'all. So Waka Flocka said, Am I wrong for hiding my girlfriend or smart for protecting real love? So as I was reading that, it made me kind of just pose the question, right? The question, and I'll let you kick it off, okay? So my question is, when should you make a relationship social media official? When should you make a relationship social media official? I feel like it comes down to personal preference, honestly. Um, if you feel like, if you want to post, your significant other right away, then do it. If you want to wait a year before you post them on social media to make sure it's real and everything that you like. Yeah, whatever you, you know, just did, keep the mic there because I was about to turn you up. Yeah, you got soft. Uh, oh, okay. okay Can you hear go. me now? Yes, yes. yes. How, do, how do I sound? Like very white. <laughs> No, um, if you want to wait a year or two years or however long you want to wait, as long as it's genuine. I don't feel like people need to hide their relationship on social media, but at the same time, mm -hmm. I do get why you don't want to put your relationship on social media because people want to know every single thing about your life and about your significant other lives and I don't know. There's two, there's, it's a double-edged sword because it's just like, I understand you trying to keep your relationship safe and sound and blah, blah, blah. But also are you trying to hide them because you want, you still want to look single mm. Mm. on your social media for All other right. people? Yeah, 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 yeah. We cooking, we cooking. So, <laughs> okay. So this is my thing, right? I'll start off with this. When it comes to social media and relationships and whoever you're dating, right? 
I'll start off with this. There is a difference between secrecy and privacy. That part right there. There's a difference between secrecy and privacy. I 1,000% believe in privacy, right? I don't agree with secrecy because secrecy is tied to, a lot of times it is tied to sneakiness. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't want anybody to see my significant other because I still want to slide in these DMs. I don't right. want anybody to see my significant others because I still want to, you know, entertain people and hook up and whatever, whatever, flirt, blah, 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 blah. So, hey, babe, let's keep this a secret, right? But I do believe in privacy for a couple of reasons. I believe in privacy for a couple of reasons. Because, yeah, because what happens with what happens is you might post your your bae, right? You might post your significant other, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, hey big head, hey stranger, I missed you. You haven't hit me up in a long time. What's yes. happening? Oh my god, I really messed up. I, I was... only talked to you one time. What's the problem? Right. I oh my god, <laughs> I, I really messed up us. We should be together. Um, I'm so mad I lost you. Um, what else do you see? Stuff like you know what I'm talking about. People from the past suddenly pop up, or people who've never paid you attention a day in their life suddenly be like, Oh damn, I always liked you. What it Since also when? it also adds on another added level of pressure, and relationships yes. are already hard enough as it is. Um for example, a really quick example. Once again, y'all know I love, I don't love it, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I will say I love the bachelor. Um, and it's last week, Michelle and Nate, they posted on their stories. They had broke up and I'm really, really sad because this was the first time. This was the first time that we had an actual black couple, like successful, like they didn't start dating after the show. No, are they from? They, they, are they for foundational black, born in America, American descendants of slaves? They are black for bachelor nation. I'll put it that. So he, who's the one way. from overseas? No, oh no, neither neither one of them are from overseas. Okay, good. Well, if you count if you count Nate, Nate's technically from Canada, but whatever. But they are both biracial, so I they're black in Bachelor Nation eyes. They both have they both have white parent, one white parent. But oh, okay. Um, the Bachelor they just won't do it. They they just just won't won't do do it. They just won't do it. (laughs) I mean, the closest they got to was Rachel Lindsay, and we love Rachel Lindsay. I we, love we Rachel love Lindsay. we love Rachel Lindsay. We love. He Rachel married Lindsay. a white guy though, right? Yeah. He's Latin. Oh, he's Latin. I think I I think no, or is he Italian? White. I listened to Higher Learning with her and Van Lathan. I'm pretty sure he's white. Okay, because um, she talked about it all the time. Um, but yeah, so this is the first time that we had the Bachelorette choose a black man. Actually. On top of that, this Michelle season was the first season where the top four men were all men of color. Now they were oh, all biracial men, 
but men of color nonetheless. They, some they all have black daddies. So let's just put it there. Um, so it was just really disheartening to see, but also I understood because they had pressure on their relationship from right out of the gate because a lot of people didn't like Nate on the show. They said that he was um, or unreliable or he didn't really love Michelle like he said he did when he had thoroughly went on a thousand interviews and said, I wasn't for the cameras. Yes, mm -hmm. I went on the show. I didn't expect to meet Michelle. I didn't expect to get that far. I didn't even pack that many clothes. Like, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting to meet Michelle and I wasn't expecting this to happen. So, and he was just like, I wanted to show, I wanted to show her how genuine I was. So no, I didn't put on for the cameras. I wasn't just going to sit here and say, I love you in front of cameras constantly just for ratings. Mm -hmm. He went on thousands of interviews and said that, and people still said, no, no, you're an F boy because he has a dangly earring and he has tattoos and he looked like Chris Brown and all this other stuff. So it sounds um, anti-black to me. It sounds real anti-black, don't it? Um, but nonetheless, they just had a lot of eyes on their relationship. So from the get-go, uh, Nate was supposed to move from Texas to go to move to Minnesota because Michelle at the time was a teacher. Um, so at the moment they were just like going back and forth, visiting each other. There was a couple of videos that have popped up and said, look, Nate's in the club with other people, like other bachelor people. Right. Everybody, everybody knows about the bachelor bromance or girl the, or the girls that like, Everyone becomes friends after the show, blah, 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 blah. So everyone's like, look, they're in the club. They're trying to hook up with girls. No, they're not trying to hook up with girls. They're in the club. They're in the club. It might be an appearance. It might be a club appearance. They might be getting paid to be there. So, so yeah, I feel like that was one of the reasons why they broke up, even though a lot of people are saying, oh, Nate just didn't want to commit to Michelle. No, the constant pressure of being on social media, having a relationship on the social media, not only that, but also being technically one of the first black couples of the Bachelor Nation franchise. That's a lot of pressure. Pressure's real. Um, pressure's real. Um, yeah. And outside of the Bachelor, because we're, we're regular folk, right? We just yeah. regular folk. We don't got the bit platforms and all of that, but my like, but I do feel like there is that pressure once you go official, and then there's just the pressure of I have to make this work, because right. everybody sees them people who like, oh my god, I'm so in love, and then like two weeks later that person is not on their social medias anymore, and you're like, wait, you just said that you was in love, and then also another thing that happens is you go, you put your, you know, you put your blue, your bay on social media, and then all of a sudden you have, and this is a big one. Because y'all out there is trifling. Then you all of a sudden have 40 mutual friends. 50 mutual friends. Mm. And it's like, um, how do you know this person? Why did it, Why did you just add them? You don't know who I'm talking to. Why did y'all just, why did you go and run your tail and add them? That's weird to me. Is that weird to you when people do that? It's, it's very like, weird. Of course, they're dating this person. I'm going to go add them. I'm going to add them now. Like, wait, what? That's weird. Mind your business. 
Mind your business, because you're. And I know adding, people be nosy. You're because I'm or, nosy. Or they be doing it to be like, I'm telling you what I know. Listen, I'm telling you what I know. Your some of these people do it so they could be messy. Oh yeah, you know the person you're with. I was with them, um, two years ago. Oh, and? you you dating my ex? Like stuff like that. And? messy people do on social media and it's weird or they'll be the ones who be like when y'all you know do break up if you break up right they'll be the ones in the inbox like oh my god i can't believe y'all broke up i was really rooting for you if you need anybody to talk to <laughs> i am right here whatever yes. if you need a shoulder to cry on snakes i'm right right here a bunch of kevin durant's in the grass i i that for them <laughs> I hate that for a bunch of Kevin Durant's in the grass. Yeah, okay. that's what I said. I have, I have an, I have a question for you, Micah. Slightly okay. off topic. Okay, um, I mean that's not, what we do. Like, not even slightly. The off hell topic. with the script. Like, we never stick to it, regardless. So, it's that's not, why, that that wasn't paper, but that's why script. we be, <laughs> that's why we be at almost two hours a week. <laughs> but what's up? Okay. Um. So last week, a couple of weeks ago, I saw this on Twitter and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast, but I was just like, dang, this isn't like a really like, I don't know. But how do you feel about being friends? This is going to be funny. Being friends with someone of the opposite sex. Do you feel like men and women can just platonically be friends or can you, or is there like always like an attraction there? You can 1000% be friends with the opposite sex without wanting them to wanting to F them. And yes, that includes you cis hetero people too, before y'all be like, well, before you say, you, you heard me? Like you can still do it. So don't try, don't try that, bruh. All right. Don't try that, bruh. But no, you can't be friends. Like, I don't think, and it's the same thing with this, right? So people think that, and then, so I can flip it and I can show you this, right? People think that gay men or bi men or whatever can't be friends with other gay men without wanting to F them. It's called people, community. <laughs> people think that, listen, people think that women, like gay women, can't like be friends with another gay woman without, oh, they must be together. Like just because you see a picture, and this is so, this, this spans across all everything, right? Just yeah. because you see somebody out with somebody, and this kind of ties to what we were just talking about, right? Uh, you see somebody hanging out, you see somebody taking a picture. That don't mean you need to put your little heart, I mean, your little eyeball emojis or the thinking emoji or whatever. They can be platonic friends. What's wrong with y'all? Why do y'all think that everybody's effing? Like, that is so Weird to me. I don't know why I'm so fired up about this portion, <laughs> but you just fired no, be, me. No, oh. I'm sorry because it fired me up, and I'm just like coming from someone who has a lot of male friends. They probably um, think you just out here like a hot. Uh, uh, people uh, just hot think girl. I'm just out here hoeing, <laughs> <laughs> just hoeing, dog. No, I mean I have I I genuinely have a lot of male friends. And right. I, I don't like, no, no. The thought of me being with any of my guy friends is just a little it's weird. A, now on the flip side of that, have I dated guys that I was friends with? Yeah, I have. Friends, and are still friends with? 
shady. <laughs> I have. I have. So, I mean... <sighs> did, did that throw you off? <laughs> um, yeah. So, I just... I don't know. But a lot of people are just like, no, because in order for you to even become friends, you have to have initial an initial attraction to someone to like have a conversation. And I'm what? like, who's making these rules? Well, I, what's that Oprah thing where she says, what? Who's having that conversation? <laughs> somebody said that, that you have to have an attraction to somebody to even be their friends. You know, that's what the tr- Twitter streets saying. You know how the, you know how what they think the Twitter, but the Twitter want an ugly friend though. Well, in the group? I might get can't. Never mind. I might get canceled for that. I was gonna say I'm I'm a little shallow, so I ain't got no ugly friends. But okay. I feel that. Um, and ugly, or I the- might be the ugly friend. I and, don't know. And ugly isn't about eye of the beholder. This is very true. Because some people be like, "Yo, you look good," and then some people be like, "Dick." Psych. <laughs> Woo. But yo, check it out. We're going to take a break and then we are going to get to a very, very, very serious subject. All right. Uh, so you are listening to Conversations for the Culture. I am your host, Michael Butler, and we will be back after this. What up, fellas? This one is for you. I need y'all to go get Baggage Claim by Blake Martin. You can get it on Amazon, all right? So when people ask, is that on Amazon? Say, yeah, it's on Amazon. But check it out. If you are a black boy, if you are a black man, you need Baggage Claim by Blake Martin. In this insightful, emotional, and thought-provoking memoir, fashion mogul Blake Martin bears his soul and guides his audience through his childhood trauma. Through entertaining stories and brutal honesty, Martin stands on the pedestal of his truth as a child who was abandoned, raped, addicted, and homeless before even reaching high school. Martin challenges our minds on how to approach black boys and black men in the spaces of their trauma. Check it out. We all need this one. Fellas, I need you to go get this book right now. It's on Amazon. All right. And now back to the show. All right, y'all, we are back. We are back, back, back. So next thing that we are about to get into is a little sad, kind of disheartening because, man, this man can't catch a break. He can't catch a break, man. And it's just, it's it's really sad to see. So um, we are, there was a photo of Delonte West. He was like walking in the street someone found a photo of him or someone took a video of him first of all why y'all taking videos of people that's just weird that's just weird weird behavior but anyway um they were he was pretty much on the street begging for money begging for money so they were asking him you know what's going on we thought you know mark cuban was helping you out blah 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 and he said you know times are rough at this point in time i'm in between jobs um, if you're not aware, if you haven't been following Delonte West, he was in rehab. Mark Cuban got him in rehab. He did start becoming, um, 
an NBA scout, an NBA recruit, and he was talking about how eventually he wanted to become an NBA coach. Um, but now he is currently in between jobs. So I don't know if that means he will never work in the NBA again. Um, he's saying otherwise, but he said, you know, at this point in time, I got to do what's best for me and my family. And, um, and I got daughters to feed. So it's just a sad, it's a sad situation. And the question I have is, is everything being done or does it eventually come down to the person like just needing to do more than what they're already doing? Or is everybody just failing him at this point? Mm. So Delonte West is 38 years old. 38 years old. The last time that he played professional basketball was in 2015. Uh, that was actually, yeah, semi-pro. The last time he was in the NBA was 2012. So he's been off the league for 10 years now. All right? 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to be out the league. Um, mm, so how do we even navigate this conversation? I think that Delonte West has had a lot of help, right? There's been players who have checked on him and try to get him right. There's been coaches who've done the same. And then we know Mark Cuban did his thing. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, you got to want it for yourself. At the end of the day, you got to want it for yourself. At the end of the day, you're going to have to want to change for yourself. You're going to have to want to help yourself, right? Because people can check you into rehab, pay your rehab, but if you leave rehab, then that's on you. If you're not working your steps, that's on you, right? Like, granted, you need community. You need accountability. But, like, I have family members, you know, who've fallen, you know, fallen victim to different addictions and whatnot. And they've had lots of help. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of help. But you have to want better for yourself. And I know it's easier said than done and all of that. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to get to a point where like you're like, I can't live like this anymore. You know? Mm -hmm. um, that's whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's food. Right, because that's a that's an addiction, and a lot of people have those addictions. Whether it's sex, whatever it is, whether it's gambling, when it starts affecting your everyday way of life, like that's when it's like, oh, this might this might have a deeper hold on me than I think. Right, when it starts affecting everything, it's like, okay, yeah, this this right here, this is this this ain't it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think. Delonte West has to want it for himself. I don't know how deep his friendships are, how deep his relationships are. Can't speak on that. All I can speak on is the people who have reached out to him, right? Who we know for a fact have reached out to him. The people who we know for a fact have tried to help him, right? Those are the people that we can look at and be like, well, they tried. Um, I've seen people say like, Bron should be doing more, right? Because they were teammates. <laughs> Um, same in the sense as when LeBron uh, was teammates with a lot of people, though. Hello, uh, same when we saw um, the whole 
Well, they blame LeBron for his downward spiral because of the whole Gloria James of it all. Yeah. Which that sounds like a that sounds like a his mama problem now. Delonte well, we don't even know if that's hurt. we don't even know if that's real, do we? No, I'm asking. Do we even know if that's real? No. I know it was rumor. But, but how but how how does that fall on LeBron though? Because after that, he started like people aren't showing him love, teams not sure they want him. Like there is a like if you if you show up if you are seen as a problem in the locker room, people don't rock with you. Remember for a while people really didn't want to give a chance to um, D'Angelo, was it D'Angelo Russell? Was it D'Lo? Yeah. Uh, was it? Yeah. For filming about um, Iggy. And oh, Dick. yeah, 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 yeah. Because he was a snitch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So same type of thing. Um, this is what I'm telling you, people. But I mean, people blame LeBron James for everything. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, they think that <laughs> they think that LeBron um has something to do with that, so they feel like LeBron should help him. Much like they want Kevin Durant to be more hands-on with, um, who's the dude? Michael Beasley, because they grew up and went to school together and played ball growing up in AAU. But at the end of the day, if he don't want help, what what more can you do? These are grown men. 38. Grown men. Like, I don't... I don't know, man. It's just, it's really, like you said, the only thing you have to want it for yourself. No one can sit there and hold your hand. And from the looks of it, now we can only go from what it looks like because we don't know the full extent. We don't know the full story. We don't know everything. But from what it looks like, it looks like he's had, like you said, a lot of help and He's had opportunities. Now, could there be contingencies within those opportunities that maybe he didn't want to agree to or maybe he felt like he was getting taken advantage of or something? Possibly. Possibly. But if you've had chance after chance to get back to your dream, and it's getting squandered like this. I don't know, man. Maybe you just really don't want it like you say you do. But I don't know. I, but I also don't think that we should blame it on somebody else for somebody else's life, trajectory of life. Especially when it really had nothing to do with them and it was had something to do with their mama. And how could you not expect someone to be mad that you like messing with their mama? Anyway, but. One thing that we do need to do, though, y'all need to learn how to stop putting people on the internet for your enjoyment. Stop putting people on the internet for likes and to, so you can trend. Like, it's very mean-spirited. Um, I don't know if you remember, but remember when um, the dude from the Cosby show who played Alvin, Elvin, right. was working at, like, a Trader Joe's or something, a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's. I forget which one it was. Um like they put him on the internet. I'm like, yo, isn't this the dude from the Cosby show? Look how far he's fallen. What? But you work at Burger King. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why 100%. do one hundred percent? Like we try to kick people when we quote unquote think that they're down. And 
it's irritating to me. Um, when you see people be like, yo, this homeless guy, look at him, ha 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 ha. Like, that's not funny because at the end of the day, everybody's one paycheck, one medical emergency, one death in the family, one house fire away, one accident, right? Away Facts. from being homeless. I don't care how good you think you are. I don't care how prepared you think you are. You never know what can happen, right? So That's for, 100% you to, facts. for you to sit there and record and film and post and send it to the shade room and neighborhood talk and all of that, it's pathetic. If you wanted to help, like, like y'all don't care about it. And then just because you said, oh, my God, I feel so bad for him. I don't mean you actually do. You're just trying to trend. You want your content right. to print. That's what's wrong. Y'all, all y'all care about is your, the content, the content, the content, the content. But or when y'all do something for a homeless person, that homeless person then has to be on camera. Hmm. Oh, we're gonna do something for the community. Oh, we're trying to help out the community, or oh, we're gonna give food to the homeless. Then give food to the homeless. It doesn't have to be on camera. Now, I mean, sometimes, yeah, you can show that you're doing something for the community and a lot of people are like well no one ever see we don't see anyone doing it so yeah mm -hmm. i guess in some in some cases you do need to show that you're giving out to the community but there's no need to put someone's face or to put someone's identity on that the part. internet that didn't ask for it without the permission without their permission correct inglewood barbie chicago illinois everybody knows inglewood barbie right she does a lot for the community one thing that's helped her right is mm -hmm. social media because of her work on social media people like chance rapper people like virgil abloh rest in peace people like steve harvey like the names continue right people like Issa ray have found out about her and supported her work uh, because of the videos that they've seen but anybody who's on her videos are very um they want to be in there right she gets mm -hmm. their permission also um anybody who or if or they'll do things like, like, because I used to help out at one of the safe houses and I was doing their social media. When I would shoot stuff, I never shot. I shot at a place where, like, when they were giving groceries out, I shot in a way where you could see, like, the side of them. But I was never, like, in their face, like, hey, let me get a picture. You know, I never did that. Yeah. Because, like, you're respecting them, people. You know, and then just ask me a simple question, like, hey, I'm going to post this because do you mind if I, you know, whatever, whatever. And some might, some might um, say yes, right? And they might even give you a word of, they might give you a word of encouragement, right? A word of inspiration, a word of motivation, all of that. You never know who could bless your life with just words that they deposit, right? Um, mm -hmm. So you ask the question, right? Simple. Um, and I think it's another thing too, when it comes to like public acts of service and everything, like, why are you doing this? Am I doing this for likes? Am I doing this for the recognition or am I doing this to inspire other people to do the same thing, right? Am I challenging them to do the same thing? Am I doing right. it to show like, hey, y'all hear all of these bad things that's going on in Chicago, but we just fed 500 kids and gave them backpacks. So I think it's the intent behind it. Yeah, 100%. I, but, I agree with that. But content should never compromise character. That's a gem. That's a bar. Woo! That's Shut a up. bar. Content should never compromise character. So if you're doing it just for the content, but you're like embarrassing other people, then like, that's not cool. Because, okay, you went viral, but look what you went viral for. 
God ain't gonna bless that. And just remember, God don't like ugly. And it could be you. It could be you. But I hope Delonte West is good. And I hope anybody dealing with addiction, regardless of what your addiction is, right? Because people think addiction is just drugs. But Mm -hmm. that candy could be an addiction, right? You got yuck mouth because every single day you eating 10 10 pounds of of candy. And that's not good for you neither, right? I have an addiction, y'all. And it's, it's, it's energy drinks. And I... Almost died. Yes, no, I didn't. We don't even speak that. <laughs> we don't. Well, even I was speak like, that. wait a minute. Hold on. Like, oh my god. No, but no, for real though. Like these energy drinks, man, they can kill you for real. And yeah. then especially in the heat. And yesterday was like hot. Like I didn't realize how hot it was until I was out in the elements, and then I was dehydrated because that's what they do. It dehydrates you, right? And I was like, whew. Why do I feel like that? I legit felt like I was gonna black out while I was outside, had, uh, waiting on this interview, right? And I was like, oh, it's because I'm dehydrated and it was the heat and then the heat mixed with the energy drink. And it's like, yo, that's addiction. So I got to figure that out. Like, so addictions, don't think that addictions are always drugs, right? It's anything Mm -hmm. that can affect you mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. That's an addiction. If you out here... Playing with your thing for seven, eight times a day. Listen, I'm sorry. I got to walk in this. I got to work. If you playing with your thing, whatever your thing may be, hello, seven to eight times a day, that's a problem. You should be out here getting money, building your business. But then you complain about <laughs> you can't build your business. That's because you are building your forearm strength too much. <laughs> All right, put it down, get up, and go to Got work. That one arm just <laughs> that one arm is strong. It's strong. Hello? <laughs> if you're oh listen, I'm working here. Some of you are addicted to social media. I'm working in here. I'm working, but this is the benediction. You know, we were gonna end with the benediction. This is the benediction. You're complaining. Oh my God, I can't focus on school. My grades suck. That's because you go to your settings and your screen time, your daily screen time is eight hours a day on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat. You got to do better. Why? Why? What, 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 why? You talk about your business, right? And this is for my entrepreneurs because a lot of y'all do this, right? You're like, oh, I need social media to build my business, right? Mm. There's two things with that. Some of y'all could be building your business, but you're busy trying to show everybody on social media that your business is working. You're always on a boat. You're always at a restaurant. You're always in in the car, in a nice car. You're always sipping margaritas. You're always eating surfing turk steak and lobster tails. Mm -hmm. And, turf. and then you're like, oh, my business isn't working. It's because you're not working your business. You're working on trying to pretend like your business is where it's not. Humble yourself. Also, if you're an entrepreneur, I'm working in here. Also, if you're, we need some organ music, okay? Also, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a business owner 
And you're like, I need social media. Yes, you do need a social media, but you need to be strategic and intentional with it. So spending hours in the neighborhood talk comments, that's not what you should be using your social media for. Bullying celebrities, that's not what you should be using social media for because you're not making mm-hmm. no money like that. So an addiction does not have to be drugs. It can be drugs. So this week, I need y'all to figure out what is my addiction. Mm. My, my God, addiction. my God. Some of y'all my are addicted to wanting to be praised. Mm. I'm working on it. Because there was times in your in your childhood, this is why normalizing therapy is so important, right? Because there was times in your childhood, come on somebody, that Daddy and mommy, they didn't tell you that you did a good job. Or you come home with the B and they say, why isn't this an A? You come home and tell them that you got uh, 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 you got casted as the scarecrow. And they said, well, why weren't you Dorothy? My daughter should be a lead role. <laughs> when you come, when you finish your football game and you had a touchdown and then your dad said, Oh, you should have had three touchdowns. It's homecoming game. You weren't. I'm sorry, coach. I'm sorry, coach. Right? You sorry, coach. You weren't praised as a child, so now you're addicted to that praise. So when you post on social media, if you don't get twenty, you get twenty likes. What do you do? You delete it. That's why right now, if I tell you to pull out your cell phone, I'm working. I know what I'm hearing and what I'm saying. I know right now, if I pull out your cell phone, you probably got like. 50 selfies, and it's all in the same outfit, in the same vehicle, because you are trying to perfect that look, because you want to have the perfect image. And so many people are addicted to chasing perfect that they never chase purpose. So when y'all sit there and say, oh, I'm not addicted to drugs, I could never be addicted to drugs. But some of y'all are addicted to drama. Some of y'all are addicted. <laughs> Some of y'all are addicted to whatever it may be Netflix, right? Stranger Things came out on a Friday and you were done with Stranger Things on a Saturday. You might need to walk away for a little while. I'm working in here. What oh, glory. I was done with it by Tuesday. So <laughs> I had to think. I had to think. I said, wait. Yeah, what's your addiction, y'all? How, how long did it take me to binge watch? <laughs> what's your addiction? That's good. All right, before we close, I now y'all may or may not. Well, y'all probably will hear it on after the conversation, but you definitely heard the part of me and Portia earlier. I got heated today, right? And I have to apologize both to Portia and Lizzie, right, for cutting them off. Now. I may or may not agree with anything that they said, but even when I don't agree with anything that somebody says or vehemently, I know I messed that word. <laughs> vehemently? Yeah, vehemently <laughs> oppose what was said. <laughs> I at least need to allow them to speak, right? Um, at least allow people to speak. Even if you think it's egregious, y'all, allow people to speak because that's what we need to do. A conversation is a, uh, what's the word? A two-way back and forth dialogue, right? And for you to have healthy conversations, you need to be able to dialogue healthily, right? So write your point down, 
you know, take a piece of paper, write your point down, you know, oops, they said this, I didn't like that. Boop, 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 boop. And then that, you know, then you do that. So a Portia, I apologize. And also Lizzie, uh, who's in the in the ones on the ones and the twos, I apologize for cutting you off and silencing your voice. I never want to be the black man who silences a woman's voice. I accept your apology. I can't speak for Lizzie, um, but I accept your apology, Micah. Okay. I'm sorry. I was reading. <laughs> no, I was reading uh, back to the Delante West thing. She said something that was really, she says, so what if people are helping him and they aren't talking about it for privacy? And that's another thing. Like y'all do, I don't know why I just read that now because that got me heated again. Because y'all niggas act like it could, if it's not on social media, it's not happening. And that's another thing that's annoying. I think the underlining thing here is social media is dangerous to just humanity as a whole. All right, Lizzie wants to be brought up for the addiction stuff. So before we go, before we end, we're going to talk about that briefly. Okay, so here's the thing. When you work with an addict, you have to have boundaries. And this is why I put, it may just be for privacy that you don't even know. Because um, even in NA, they call it a disease. So they will even make comparisons to like um, autoimmune diseases, things like that, that chronic diseases, right? So say you have a family member that has um, lupus, right? You may not know how to help them on a day that their body is hurting and in the bed. Mm -hmm. They may not even know how to tell you how to help them. And there are other things that they may go do that you don't understand or you don't know about because they have to take care of this thing that's affecting their body. So no, mm -hmm. am I saying addicts, um, it's something that they have to, that is like a, you know, a, the a theological debate that people have. But as a person that helps people with addiction, you have to have boundaries with that individual. And you cannot over and over and over either put your life on the line or your money on the line when they have an up moment. When they have, anyways, yes. Okay, you need to have boundaries with people that have addiction because you will spend your time, your money, and also your hopes and mm. um, your, like emotionally, people don't think about this. I have a family member that's addicted and I also by trade as a missionary have worked with people that are addicted. And so sometimes you can be in it more than them in the sense of like, yes, this is going to be the time that they come through. Yes, this is the time that I'm going to get my brother back, my sister back, my nephew, my aunt, my friend. And so there are so many emotions that come with that, but the person does have to make a decision. So like in NA, when people are sponsoring individuals that deal with addiction, they have a very strict way that they go about it and they have boundaries with them. And they say like, okay, you're doing all this today, but have you worked your tools? Have you worked your steps? Mm. Have you worked your programs? Right. But to put it back on them as to what are you doing? Because you will literally like lay down your life and then someone go and have a binge and that will affect mm -hmm. you emotionally. So it's not this whole, Oh, your life is better because the thing is, and this is why it offends me when people talk about LeBron or like, you know, if Mark Cuban's helping him, I'm just like, seriously. What did you just do? I just heard it. Michael, what? What are you watching? What? No, it's, uh, Sounds a little. 
<laughs> no, it's these damn um. You know my thing be move my mouse be moving, and I'm in the mm-hmm. Brandon spot, so it's playing the music. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to stop it. What the? Stop. So yeah, the mouse it moved and yeah. it did that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Right, you know. <laughs> So as a person helping addict, there are emotions, there are things tied to it. And it's not always about the money or saying, oh, I don't want to help them. It's literally like you're acting like you have, these people on the outside are acting like you have all this control or like you should just be always available. But sometimes people need you to not be available for them. Sometimes people mm-hmm. need you to create that boundary so that they can actually make the decision to decide because a part of the disease is them wanting someone to decide for them. It's them blaming or victimizing themselves to something that they can take control of. So in an A, they say, hey, work your steps, because all of that goes back to you. Your steps don't equal what other people did. Now, a step may be um, going and communicating to people that you feel like harmed you or you know, whoever, forgiving someone that got you a, um, the first hit of the drug, but it's always going to be on yourself. So mm-hmm. that is not helpful for people to be like, oh, y'all did this to him, y'all. Because even in the beginning of the conversation, when they're talking about his downward spiral, it's literally like for their process of being empowered in their life, it is detrimental to say that mm-hmm. other people should help them because it is everyone's choice to either fight or lay down. Mm. There's only so many times, like I have friends that, you know, I'll I'll fight with you when you want to give up. But if you're telling me I can't do it and I'm deciding not to do anything about it, then I'm going to take my hands off. And I only move if there's a window where I see that you want to fight again, or you make an actionable step to show me that you want to fight for yourself. That's good. Because you will emotionally drain you. So in Delante's case, like reason I typed the privacy thing is that they may have just helped him and he's on a downward spiral and he has to go outward to go look for drug money. He has to Mm -hmm. be out on the street to do that, right? So I feel like a good friend is not going to publicize or or put any of that out there. Right. The people on the internet grab that. Mm -hmm. But whatever his system is to get back, there are, there are open doors and opportunities, and there's even free NA meetings in almost every area or region. Yeah. So do I feel for him? Do I hate to see someone looking like that? Yes. But at the end of the day, we all have to have personal responsibility for what happens to us to say, I'm not going to let that thing kill me, and I'm going to fight whichever way I can, and then more help can come to you. Right. That's good. Yeah. Well, I hope, someone, you know. I hope someone listening to this, if you are struggling, there's probably a hotline. Just like, I guess, Google. There's probably a hotline. There's <laughs> probably a hotline. Yeah. No. We'll find the hotline. We'll put it we'll in the find show a, notes. I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. We'll find a hotline and we'll put it in the show notes. All right. Um, and just like call. There's nothing wrong with getting help, whatever you need help with. Okay. Um, Lizzie, where can the people find you? At Lizzie, L I Z Z Y. Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N on all platforms. Portia, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's 
No, that's not it at all. It's <laughs> um, Porsche Baby 90. So P-O-R-S-H-B-B-Y-9-0. That's yeah. where you can find me. B-B-Y, not B-B-L. BBY, not BBL. Listen, some of y'all need to go get them, take them teeth back and then BBLs back because it's about oh, to get hard God. out here. Gas is like seven dollars an hour. I mean seven dollars an hour. Gas is like seven dollars a gallon. Inflation like, write- <laughs> milk is like ten dollars a gallon. <laughs> so like we about to run out of chicken and beef and everything else. So the chicken that will be here is gonna be like twenty dollars for a pack of six wings. All right. So Vegan. <laughs> Listen, a lot of you guys who took that PPP money, you know, spending on the new booties and the teeth, because that's what a lot of people got. They got new teeth and new, new, new dairy airs. Yeah, I'm not see if there's a return I policy. It- <laughs> <laughs> there's no return policy. Well, I hate that for y'all. But anyways, y'all can follow me at It's Micah B on TikTok. It's Micah B on Twitter. It's Micah B on Instagram. And then Convos FTC on Instagram and Twitter. Um, It's been real, y'all. Today has been a day. I'm about to go eat me an edible and, you know, do those things. This has been another week of conversations for the culture. Um... Yeah, next Tuesday, uh, there's a really important conversation I'm going to be having with um, Darian Dyrell of the Mahogany Project. You will hear more about that. Week after that, I'm bringing my cousin on, and we're going to be talking about domestic violence and being a survivor of such. So I'm excited for some of these next topics. We will see you next week.